This is After the Final Rose with Dante and Alana, a siblings podcast talking everything Bachelor and Bachelorette. Welcome back to After the Final Rose with Alana and Dante, a siblings podcast. We didn't get an episode out last week. It was Women Tell All. There really wasn't too much to talk about. It was the worst Um, Women Tell All. It was just a lot of people going after Kate, a lot of people going after Victoria, and then just sitting down with some of the girls. But this week we did have uh, Fantasy Suites, which we are going to dive into. And there's only three women left, which Mm -hmm. I feel like the season went by so quick. And it so just fast. Went from I literally was 30 to three. Yeah, I was watching and I was like, wait, I can't believe we're already at three. Like, I I know we've gotten to know them, but like I still feel like I need more time with these girls. Like, I, I don't know, it just mm-hmm. doesn't feel like it should be three already. And I also I it's it I, I'm not getting used to it, but it's it's definitely different them not traveling and being in the same environment the whole entire time we are seeing with Tasha and Matt and like as they're getting into these uh fantasy suite dates they they're in the same house which mm-hmm. or resort um hotel which makes it sort of more uncomfortable and we'll talk right. about that a little bit down the road but it clearly shows yeah it, I was like wondering if I'm guessing they had the whole mansion to themselves just the three of them which is yeah. like not mansion but the Nem and Colin or whatever um to themselves which obviously you don't see normally because they're in like a exotic island in a private resort or something yeah. um but yeah so obviously like in the beginning you kind of just see them hanging out and talking about it and you know like really addressing how they're uh family because obviously two episodes ago we got the um oh my god the hometown sorry it wasn't like a real hometown so I couldn't even think of the word um but before he has his date with Michelle we get this um one-on-one sit down with Matt and his dad and I have to be honest I don't really feel like we needed that um I don't Mm -hmm. I know it was something Matt needed and I totally get it, but I just, I'm confused because the whole season he's talked about how his dad is not in his life. His dad was never there. His mom raised him. You know, he constantly talks about how amazing his mom is for being an independent single mom. And mm. I kind of was just like, I know we'll get the girls meeting his mom next week, but I'm like, I would rather just have you sit down with your mom and talk to her about like, the struggles you're having and that if she's the one that's been like your soul, you know, your person, your whole life. And I just think, mm. I don't know. It was just uncomfortable. I felt like I was having to sit and be present for a conversation between a friend and their parent that like, I wasn't clearly meant to be around for is what it felt like. Um, I don't know. It's just like, it, I'm, I'm not surprised by Bachelor having this. Like, that doesn't surprise me at all. Mm-hmm. It just was like, it made me uncomfortable. And I didn't really think the we needed to see it as like an audience. Yeah, it definitely felt forced. And I mean, it, it, I think it's a good mm-hmm. conversation for Matt to have with his dad. Yeah. But it's, but it's not camera. something to show on. Uh, yeah, it's not something to show on camera. Like, that. that's something that's not our business. 
No. That's something you you keep in your private life, especially yeah, since it's he, the first it time need to be our they business. had the conversation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Why? like you put you put the poor father in such a tough spot where he's just being exposed on national television. Yeah. And like it's just not the time and the place. Maybe you could have had it showed a I don't I, I don't, don't even know. think they I needed just, to show it. I think he Matt could have you could have had an interview or you could have had Matt sit down with his mom and be like, hey, so like off camera, I talked to dad. This is what came of the conversation. I personally just yeah. feel like how I like how much more of a, a bachelor's life can we invade? And it just like, it's such a conversation that like should be private. Um, And I just yeah. felt like, throughout the episode he brings it up to every girl and it's constantly talked about mm. and I'm just like I don't know I just didn't I, I don't know I I can't put myself in Matt's shoes because obviously like we grew up with parents with both our parents and we grew up with you know seeing a relationship that's like Michelle's that started when they were young and so we don't mm. know what that's like but I'm not saying I don't think he should have had it I just think it should have been off camera I don't really think that we needed to be a part of that and to your point about them about Matt bringing it up to every single girl I I think it could be a conversation to have but from a production standpoint it became very repetitive yeah and where they should have shown it for Michelle cut it out of maybe Bree's date which was the middle one and then maybe brought it back for Rachel's but you didn't need to show it for all three because it was the same conversation being had over and over again yeah I agree I will say though that conversation with Matt and his dad you could definitely tell that like Matt um was raised very well and I think he you can tell he's a very forgiving guy like he most people would not you know they would hold a grudge their whole life and I know Matt has probably been holding a grudge but for him to be willing to like not completely forgive and forget but you know try to move past it is pretty big so it just makes me a little curious with everything that's going on right now in Bachelor Nation like if he does choose Rachel like will he you know is he just a very forgiving guy will he you know see past this and try to work past it or maybe it's just forgiving with his dad I don't know Mm -hmm. yeah I'm I'm not too sure but following the conversation with his dad we finally get to get into the fantasy suites and it starts off with Michelle she's the first one up and their date was interesting to say the least so it was sort of like a Pennsylvania Dutch spa which I personally never heard of and it's they were like taking a bath in milk they were putting their feet in oatmeal and then they were melting butter on each other and it just felt like breakfast like gone weird yeah it was weird but I I thought it was cute though like his reasoning behind doing it that he was like you know I got to see that you have like such a stressful career and you do a lot and like I want you to feel spoiled which was great um but it was a really weird spa um yeah but I mean I thought they both made the most of it and like had a really good time um and you could tell that like she didn't care that that was going on like she just Mm -hmm. wanted to be in his presence and his company 
Yeah. And you can just tell by the way they talk to each other, like how much more mature oh yeah she is compared to like the other girls and how I guess mature their relationship is. It might not be ahead of the other three, but it's you can definitely tell like they meet they're they're serious with uh-huh. um just their relationship. I have said since the day she walked out of that limo, the best way to describe Michelle is she's genuine. Like she really like nothing about her is fake. Nothing about her seems like it's for the show or for cameras. Like she, you know, you see everything, like she's willing to share everything. And I don't know, she's just, Mm -hmm. she's a genuinely like sweet girl who I think if she doesn't, you know, wins Matt and win, win Matt's heart that I would hope to see her in the future either as a bachelorette or on paradise because I just like I absolutely love her yeah I'm sure she's definitely been one of my favorites this season and she Mm -hmm. was one of those girls who came on late she was yeah in that group of the JV squad so it's funny that this JV JV squad member uh, made it further than all these varsity members yeah, for sure. Um, but um, they did, obviously, we talked about before, but he brought up the, con- the conversation with her, with Matt's dad to Michelle, mm-hmm. and she was understanding, and she, you know, comforted him, and I guess just, I don't know, there's another progression in their uh, relationship, but yeah, you can just tell how much she loves him, and mm-hmm. I think he feels it back but he's he's held back in a way because yeah, i do think not... that his relationship may be further on with uh rachel or Bree. yeah yeah i agree um i don't think but, he shows uh, you as she... much as he does with the other two yeah definitely but she did um you know she got the fantasy suite card and she asked matt and they both mutually agreed to go to the fantasy suite mm-hmm. um and went from there um but following the fantasy suite in the morning we see michelle come back to the mansion and it's just so awkward and i truly feel can hmm. you remember when it started because this was before covid and i don't know if it was peter's i think it was peter season yes oh they did they did do it with peter and it was so weird that they all had to come back to the same room. And I was yep. like, this makes me so uncomfortable because that was not a thing in the past. Like you didn't go yeah. because they each had their own room in the resort. And like, you didn't like go and see each other the next day. And since Peter, mm-hmm. obviously then we had COVID two seasons in COVID. So like we had to now have them come back after it. And it is so uncomfortable. Like it was very, no wonder yeah. Rachel was like losing her shit because I would, I would feel the same way. It's like, you don't want to see someone doing the walk of shame when like you literally are about to go on a date with that same guy. Mm -hmm. I definitely agree. And it's, I think it was, it's 100% avoidable too. Like you could easily just not film those scenes, not have them sitting there. Cause obviously I'm sure the producers are like, we're going to go downstairs and we're just going to film you guys on the couch. We know she's coming back and it's, it's just 100% avoidable and 
I'm just not a huge fan of that because you just put these girls in such an uncomfortable position where you know yeah. they're going to be tortured. No, nobody's well, going to enjoy yeah. that or be comfortable with it. No, but unfortunately that's what causes a little bit of like, like if that didn't happen, we wouldn't have had the reaction from Rachel probably that we did, which gives a little more like not drama, but it yeah. gives a little more to the episode. So I get why they do it, but yeah, it sucks for those girls because it's just not fair to them. Like they mm-hmm. are, it's like rubbing it in their face. They already know that they're on this show where they have to fight for, you know, his love against other girls and it just sucks. Yeah. And so following Michelle's date, uh, Brie is the next um, fantasy suite date and mm-hmm. her, her date's more outdoors. It's uh, they start off by going hiking and into the woods and mm-hmm. they're both talking about how they're not like or matt's never really uh been camping and yeah but he didn't tell her that he person. Just, yeah he yeah. told us that and she thinks he is but i want to know like she even made a point about it like i immediately was like immediately was like she gets all the outdoorsy dates and she said it and she was like yeah. i'm not even an outdoorsy person so i wonder like why <laughs> they kept having her do those dates because she I mean, even though I thought she was, because when she did the uh, off-roading, she was like, oh my God, I used to go off-roading all the time. So I was like, oh, she's an outdoorsy person. But then today, or last night, she was like, no, I'm not at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I thought it was really funny because, you know, they start pitching the tent and then they're like laying the tent and she's like, "Uh, is this like our fantasy Uh suite? (laughs) <laughs> and I, I think he said yes and then was like yeah, he did. I'm kidding um but I, I thought that was really funny oh yeah I was cracking up I was like oh my god this poor girl does not deserve like for <laughs> this to be her fantasy sweet date and like her one-on-one time when everyone mm-hmm. else is getting like actual rooms but obviously like Matt <laughs> showed her it wasn't the case yeah yeah and then following that they go Oh, well, they, they did make s'mores, um, which I think Matt burnt his s'more and then started, like, throwing up or something. Yeah, that um, they showed as a blooper at I, the end, but it was, like... Oh, that was at the end? Yeah. He, like, put it in tinfoil and tried to cook it that way, and then he, like, spit it up. Which I've never... I don't think I've ever seen before. Yeah, me either. But, uh, so following that, they go into the dinner portion, and like we've mentioned before, he talks about his dad... Mm-hmm. You know, they connect on that and they move on. We're like, okay. See, I actually we just, appreciated, we just heard this for, what were you going to say? I appreciated it for Brie because Brie could relate and Brie then kind of yeah. opened up more and started tearing up and was like talking about her relationship with her dad. And like, she's in the same boat mm-hmm. as Matt and how like, you know, if she, the day, like when she gets married, like, or she will, she thought getting married to uh, Matt that she would like, allow her dad in and open up to him about it and Mm -hmm. so honestly like I was happy to hear it then but I just like we said didn't need to hear it for all three girls yeah I I guess that's a good point that that you know she is the only one of the three that really could relate Mm -hmm. because I believe all the parents are are together with like Rachel and Michelle Michelle. so Bree's the only one who she mentioned like didn't grow up much with um her father so yeah she was able to completely relate and understand and sympathize for Matt. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, they had, they ended up, um, you know, he gave the card to Brie. 
she decided that she wanted to um, go into the fantasy suite sweet oh my gosh I can't talk with Matt and um Mm -hmm. I thought it was funny because he was like should we kick them out and then they shut the door on the film crew but um Mm -hmm. I think that Matt and Brie just look good together um I don't know the next morning they show them like cooking breakfast and waking Mm -hmm. up together and I just thought they looked like a really cute couple like I could see them yeah um getting married and then when, you know, again, they make uh, Rachel and Michelle sit in the lobby as, what's it called? He comes, or Brie comes in from her mm-hmm. day. And I just thought it was funny because Rachel, like, keeps asking them, like, what'd you do? Or, like, what'd you guys do? And I think yeah. I remember that being something from Peter's season as well. I think it was Hannah Ann or, I don't remember, maybe Victoria. And they were like, what'd you guys do? Um, and it was like, why do you want to know what they did when it's like the question of like, did they spend the evening together? Like, did they, were they intimate? Were they just talking? Like, you don't want to know that answer, honestly. So it's just like ironic that she keeps asking and like, she's the one that's like spiral spiraling. Mm -hmm. And like, what kept bothering me kind of like where you were saying, but like how she worded it, like, what did you guys do? Like the first thing you think of is like, how far did you go? The better way to phrase it is what, what was your date? Yeah. Like what did it entail? And like, I I I cannot imagine, I could not imagine if she asked, what did you do? And then like Brie was like, we went all the way. And that like, I feel like like it's never been, I I, actually, I shouldn't say never because I don't know, but it's not usually. No, it's not usually brought up to the other contestants. Oh, no. no. So I wonder if they are told they're not allowed to say, like, what happened to each other until, like, after the show's over or whatever. Um, But because they never do talk about it. But honestly, like like I said, I don't really think anyone. But also, usually they're not like in the same vicinity as each other that's true uh so this is different circumstances but you can just see it eating rachel alive oh my god yeah it it carries on into her next i feel bad because usually you see these girls like running and jumping up to them and you know they're really excited and she just looked pissed like she was just like i don't want to be here like i'm mad Mm mm-hmm yeah and so they're uh pre-fantasy suite date was I think it was like a ceramics class sort mm-hmm. of or pottery yep. uh so they were creating I think like bowls um but mid like date she was just like can we can we go and talk and you know yeah, I think she was lo- like I think she was in the situation where she kept trying to make the pot and she just was like getting so frustrated by ev- like yeah. every little thing was setting her off and I think that she was like I need to talk to him or I'm gonna explode and Mm -hmm. it was so uncomfortable to watch because they weren't really talking to each (laughs) other and like in that situation how do you really talk to each other unless you're like doing the pottery together so it was Mm -hmm. kind of weird like I'm happy they did get up and like break the ice and go over and talk about like how she was feeling um and then come back versus like staying there and trying to finish out the date like with all that Mm -hmm. on your mind yeah, and I kind of felt bad for the uh, the lady teaching them because she was like right there and he was like, she was like, oh, can we go talk? And then just left the lady, uh, which yeah. I thought was funny. But, you know, Matt helped her out. He de-stressed her. He like talked her down and kind of 
ensured her like that his feelings uh, were strong from her. And I think that's what she needed. I think, I, I think she said it actually. She like wished she could have just asked Matt, like, is it me in the end? Or like, um, I, this was like a side. Yeah, interview. she was saying she uh, wanted to just know if, she, if he was going to hurt her. Yeah. Which is Which, tough I mean, because fair. I don't, I, it is, but I don't think that they like really can say that. Like they, he no, can't no, tell her that. Can't. No, and so it's like, like, well, I was gonna say, what happens if, you know, he's like, we have a, we have an extremely strong connection and right now it's ahead of everybody else and I could see a future. And then he goes and picks someone else. That's where well, it would yeah, be and that a was huge ben issue. Higgins. That was Ben yeah. with Lauren and Jojo and Jojo just was broken because, and you know, I, it's actually funny because I was having this conversation with someone and I was like, if you were the back, if you were a contestant and you, it was down to the final two and the, and you told the bachelor or bachelorette that you loved them, would you want them to say it back to you? Even if they're going to say it to the other person or would you rather them like just wait until it's finally you because like Mm -hmm. at at one point it gives you false hope if he doesn't choose you but then at the same time it's like you will always remember the first time you saying you loved like I love you to someone they didn't say Mm -hmm. anything back yeah well that's something big with I, I I feel like it's extremely telling this season Mm-hmm. But of these three girls left, they've they've all said I love you. But Matt has only said, I'm I think I'm pretty sure he said he's falling in love with Rachel. I think he's not falling for you. Right? Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Which no. is nope. She said I'm falling for you. And he said, I feel the same, like I feel the same way as mm-hmm. you do. Like I have the same feelings as you. So he said it without saying it. Yeah. And that that's sort of telling because. Usually, like at, at when at, when Bree said it, he you know he leaned in for a kiss and he said thank you for sharing, mm-hmm. and then when Michelle said it, he did the same exact thing. Yeah, but we saw er- earlier in the season when Rachel said it, he said I'm feeling that I'm feeling the same way, which mm-hmm. I think is extremely telling. And yeah, you know it's it it showed she was going to go a long way this season. Yeah, and I think that Rachel may be the. Uh, not bachelor nation but the show bachelor and their uh production team and franchise i think she's the favorite because at, you know yeah. every time matt has a date with her there's fireworks there's some type of extra hoopla she gets the best date he was dressed in a full suit and i think for the <laughs> other two girls he was in like a turtleneck or a sweater like he really she gets and i don't know if that's purposely because he's has more feelings for her or if that's the show side, but he really like she gets like the bonus stuff Mm -hmm. which is again it could be telling that you know like his feelings for her just you know just more present than the other girls um but I have to be honest I think that Rachel wins I think Rachel wins but I do not, when I look at like Matt and Michelle and Brie and Matt and Rachel, I do not see Matt and Rachel together, even though like he's clearly mm-hmm. in love with her. I just don't look at them and I'm like, oh my God, they would make a cute couple. And it has nothing to do with yeah. like 
color of the skin, race, nothing. Like I last season was like Tasha and Zach are absolutely adorable together. I can see them together. I just don't, when I look at Matt, I just don't pair him with Rachel. Um, yeah. See, like I see their strong connection, but I see a better future for him with someone like Michelle. Yeah. Because I think she's more mature. She's more. She's right up his alley. I mean, he does. Yeah. She teaches and he does all that, all that inner city work with kids. Like they literally have all the same interests. Like they couldn't mesh better together. Um, Yeah. Like, I honestly look and I'm like, what would him and Rachel do just like on a random Sunday? Like where him and Michelle, I just see, I don't know. I just see him with her more than I do with yeah. um, Rachel. But obviously I just like totally skipped the whole part um, where he sends someone home and I'm just blabbing on about Michelle and Rachel. But um, after they're- yeah they do go to the fantasy suite or whatever and they have mm-hmm. that evening together um Rachel is extremely confident like I sometimes wonder if Matt has chosen her and like behind cameras is telling her it's her because she's always every episode like overly confident um, yeah she is and I don't think we see that that much usually people are like scared and they genuinely yeah. don't know but then yeah. she's like, and I think she said it to like her mom or dad, but she was like, I'm, I, I'm confident. I, I, yeah. I know it's me in the end, Yeah. which I guess is like a good thing to have at like be as confident. Like at the same time, you're building yourself up and you are already planning your future ahead of time. And if you yeah. were to pick somebody else, everything gets like broken down. Yeah, it's tough. Mm-hmm. Really tough. But um, uh, we did get into the rose ceremony following Rachel's mm-hmm. uh, fantasy suite date. Uh, obviously, we have Michelle, Brie, and Rachel. And he ends up sending Brie home, which didn't shock me. But I, I, I'm sad to see her go because like, I loved uh, Brie all season. Oh, yeah. She was like, seemed like a genuinely a good person and yeah, she, yeah, I think she, she will stunning, do great stunningly beautiful I think she'll do great on paradise and I think she will be an extremely hot commodity oh um, yeah in terms of the guys going after her oh yeah um I thought she handled her exit uh, with like a lot of class like she you could yeah. tell that she was ready to like sob and she just was trying to be so mature and just handle herself like with elegance and class and I just um I was yeah I really loved Brie and I'm like sad to see her go um Mm -hmm. but obviously with the show it always happens Mm -hmm. and so uh with Brie uh being sent home uh, next week will be the finale where we have Michelle and Rachel's the last two Mm -hmm. um I think we both can agree we think it will be Rachel in the end I think a lot of signs and uh like everything going on is sort of pointed towards that everything going on in Bachelor Nation uh but in the finale we are going it's if you've been paying attention uh Chris Harrison will not be hosting after the final rose it's going to be Emmanuel Acho uh who's a professional who was a professional football player uh was drafted by the Cleveland Browns he ended up going to I think working at ESPN for a while and then he started his own like 
series called Uncomfortable Conversations with a Black Man. Uh, so, I think you it's know, like a he's video podcast kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. So it's like he's the perfect person to I agree. Um, address the situation at hand. Obviously, um, as everybody knows, I, yeah. there's I a lot of Bachelor, issues. With- Bachelor knows they can't have any more F ups. So they mm-hmm. have to pick the perfect person. And honestly, yeah. Rachel, like as much as everyone loves Rachel Lindsay, she's not the person. Like you need a very unbiased person. And completely out of like completely the out of it. world. And that actually can, because you know that they're not going to ignore it. They're go- It's going to get brought up. Whether yeah. Rachel is the one in the end or she isn't, it's going to get brought up. They have to address it. And I think that like, I don't even know much about this guy, but the fact that like he has a podcast where he talks about, you know, this kind of stuff and like talking about race and how uncomfortable it is for people. He, he can't fuck it. um, Excuse me. He can't F it up. Like. Yeah. And also um, this is, I believe the first time ever that after the final rose is not live after the final rose was recorded uh this past week so they already recorded it i'm sure so it's perfect no mess ups no nothing wow because uh emmanuel acho posted a a photo of like this um yeah so they want it perfect which i get um but like he he is the perfect person to have this conversation he he -hmm. brings police officers on his show he talks like the issues at hand he brings people willing to learn and I think this is perfect um because everything going on with Rachel and Chris Harrison that he's the person to lead the discussion and really he has I don't know if it's the right thing but he has nothing to lose because he is outside of yes absolutely the, um the war the bachelor world so he's gonna ask those hard-hitting questions that need to be asked yeah I agree I I I think they picked a good a good person to um mm-hmm. take that task on um, it'll definitely be different. Like, I'm curious to see yeah. if it'll be mainly focused on that um, and maybe just a little bit on, you know, Matt and who he chooses or what. Mm-hmm. Um, it, but it's obviously going to be a surprise to everyone because it's not live. And I'm very curious if they're going to keep him in the franchise going forward. Like, what's going to happen with Chris Harrison? Could they bring Acho back to host paradise because i personally would not be surprised if chris doesn't host paradise this summer i do think he is going to host the bachelorette i agree which starts in a couple weeks but i do think he will take a break come paradise and i don't know not hand the reins over to somebody else but somebody else might take it over Wait, I just, bachelorette I, starts already filming filming they um no i know it, dang that's soon. because they it airs i believe may, may. 11th Okay. Yep. Um. So they start filming next week. They I was will totally be thinking Paradise they, would be next. Oh no, no, because uh, it goes yeah, I uh, forgot. Bachelor, Bachelorette, Paradise. Just had, like, but they will be announcing the Bachelorette at the after the final rose. Um, I'm not too sure if they're going to announce it pre, like before, and then kind of segue it into after the final rose. That's what they did with Claire. They announced that on GMA, and that's then how it used to brought... be. Oh yeah. no, no! They used I'm to always sorry. do it on GMA. Well, well, it depended because Nick Vile was announced on GMA. True. I think Hannah Brown was announced on GMA. We do see a lot 
uh, people announced on GMA, um, but also after the final rose. So yeah, I don't know if they announced it beforehand. Yeah, so I'm not sure if they announced it beforehand or during after the final rose, but uh, it is a three-hour episode next week on Monday. Oh my God. Um, so I think it's going to be really exciting, and it's the final episode of The Bachelor. Yeah, we're going to have a lot to talk about, three hours worth. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I do hope that in the end, Matt is happy. I, I think Matt's a great guy. I don't think he was the best bachelor. Nothing he no. really did, but just that he, he's not he used boring. to being on camera. Yeah, he, he was just boring. sort of a boring bachelor. But at the end of the day, he, like, he seems like a great guy. You could tell oh, yeah. he wanted 100%. to find, he wanted to find love. And so I hope he is happy at the end of this. Um, but we, we'll see. I have to say, I'm pretty sure, not pretty sure, I heard, and I would not be surprised, if, excuse me, if this is true, is that he chooses Rachel, and, but because of all the stuff that's going on right now, uh, they end up breaking up. Probably. I, I do definitely see them being the two at the end, just because, like, their connection is beyond Michelle's and I just think that's gonna for not force him but that's gonna be his decision to get down on one mm-hmm. knee and propose to Rachel yeah um, definitely. but that wraps up uh this week's episode of after the final rose with Alana and Dante siblings podcast make sure to like and follow us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and other podcast streaming platforms, as well as following us on Instagram at ATFR underscore podcast, as well as on YouTube, YouTube and Instagram, we post our videos, and then the other podcast streaming platforms, uh, you can listen to us uh, via audio, so make sure you check those out, turn on notifications so you know whenever we post, and I'm excited for a final week of Bachelor and Matt James. Yeah, it's already here, finale week next week. Yeah, so thank you and have yourself a good week. Bye, guys.